you know, one, one thing that's interesting, what a lot of people listening may not know, especially if you're within last five or six years in CrossFit, um, picture nothing else here except that indoor area. That area, that square footage of area, that's the majority, if not all of CrossFit spaces back in 2008, 2007. Oh, yeah. So when I first walked in this building, it was 2010, and I fell in love with it. I mean, it was perfect in my eyes. Anybody else who would have walked in this space at that time probably would have thought I was crazy. I personally believe that there's two types of people in this world. There's people who operate in vision and there's people who operate in circumstance, right? Um, I personally think you are a vision guy. But I have to slow myself down, mm -hmm. right? I have to remind myself, again, asking those good questions, like what do we need? I mean, I look at the space when I first got here to where I'm now, and, it's, and that was just four years ago, three years ago. Leaps and bounds, you know, to where it was before. All right, welcome back to the Building Better podcast. Uh, I'm Chris Rea, again this time. Uh, this is episode two of interviewing uh, with Charlie, with Charlie Lima, the gym owner here. Um, and, and well, first of all, welcome, Charlie. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Man. On your own podcast. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, let's get into this, Charlie. We, we, you know, a lot of construction going around the gym, a lot of big things happening this year. You had, of course, you had your end of year meeting with all the coaches, which was hugely successful, I thought. And, um, uh, we did that last week. We could probably do a whole episode on that. We won't. But um, I know you have a lot of big things planned for the future. Um, and and I, want, I think we'll get to that at some point. But um, I, I just want to let's just kind of start small here. And let's just, you know, there's construction going out back. Yeah. Um, and kind of talk about what that looks like. And then maybe talk a little bit about where the gym has come from. And then your future, uh, future what the gym's going to look like in a couple, three years. With yeah, all the perfect. So I, I kind of talk a little bit about what we're doing. Because some people maybe have seen the drawings. And some people um, have actually walked back there and you know looked inside. But the gym will have completely new bathrooms for everybody to be able to use. They'll have three stalls in each bathroom. The guys are gonna have a urinal and two toilets, and then the ladies will have three stalls, three toilets. Um, and then each bathroom will have three showers, and there's gonna be a changing area so that people that you know wanna come here early and take showers, get ready for work, will have space and be able to put their clothes up and get ready, and then uh, people that come at lunch that wanna do the same thing, or if coaches wanna take showers during the day, it's just gonna be a lot more adequate facilities for that. Um, so you'll see that it's going to be in the back left of the gym and that's kind of where all the commotion's going right now. Uh, again, with construction, you know, I had in mind this thing be done by now, <laughs> yep. but, yeah. uh, October 1st was when I originally thought we were going to start and it took us about a month to get our permit just cause we, uh, we started and this started way back. So, um, I'm going to say back in January and you know, cause I was talking to you guys about, we went on several different plans, you know, I hired an architect and uh, went through several different ideas uh, on, on what to do in terms of growth and expansion. And then kind of ended that with, in July, we'll say August, really settling with what is our biggest need? Like if, you know, of course, we, there's a lot of things we'd love to do. You know, it's kind of like if you, you know, looked at your wardrobe and you're like, you know, well, man, I'd probably like to have some shoes or I'd like to have some new pants or I'd like to have a new shirt. But it's like, what do we need? And really when I was looking at our space and, and I really assessed 
you know, what is our biggest need right now is bathrooms. You know, we have one, currently we've been operating for seven years with one men's restroom, one women's restroom. And we have two showers, but only one that we actually use because the other shower uh, water gets out and it gets on that floor. So we end up just not using it. So it kind of turns into a changing room. Um, but on several occasions, you know, I've either had to use the women's restroom myself just because the men's restroom is get, getting used or seen people, you know, crowded in that hallway waiting on restrooms and even seeing people, you know, changing in the private training studio uh, just because either somebody's in the restroom mm -hmm. or there's mm -hmm. not in, enough room in those spaces. So after all that, January to July, August, really settling on what is our biggest need and then, we, you know, kind of working on where it needs to go. So we've had somebody who's been renting that space and uh, in October, basically, I took that space back. And so October 1st, I thought we would start construction, but took a month to get our permit. So we officially started probably early November was when we started doing uh, the plumbing and now we're in the framing process. And really from here on out, I mean, I, I would love to think it's almost done, but it's probably at least another month. So probably first of the year will be completely you know, renovated, remodeled, and uh, those bathrooms will be able to be used. Great. I think that's, um, you know, you talk about the bathrooms. That, um, that That is probably one of the things that definitely needed the most improvement here. Exactly like you said, as someone who's had to use the women's bathroom a few times and, and, and the showers about the size, you know, I barely fit in the shower. <laughs> um, and so I think that, I think it's going to be, obviously I think that's going to be a great. Well, and in 2010, man, when we actually acquired the building, remodeled it so it looked nothing like this yeah. you know we i never thought we would need more than what we had you know and yeah. and at that time too not really knowing mm -hmm. you know i mean i'd been to gyms before that had like you know at the agonland fitness yeah. dome man they have really awesome changing areas and showers and things like that but um not really knowing what we need so we kind of squeezed some showers and rooms that were small yep yeah. yeah. you know and didn't really know until after the fact. It's kind of like if you built your home, you know, let's say you custom built your home, and then three years later, you're like, man, I really wish I would have done, done this. Yeah. You know, so seven years after moving into this building, mm -hmm. you kind of realize those rooms are really yeah. small to fit showers in, you yeah. know, because to change in there or, you know, man, we could have used more toilets, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, you know, with the weather being so cold, it is, you know, the last couple of days, you know, this conversation has come up a few times with me and a couple of the members. And it, I remember when I first got here in 14, that, the, that was it. I can remember doing snatch one day. And when I, when I say that, cause I know we're not, <laughs> nobody can see this. When I say that, I mean the, the, basically the bottom level where the front desk is, that was the entire gym when it got cold out. Mm -hmm. So you'd have these 10, 12 person classes and literally you would be on top of each other almost doing in this particular case. I remember snatch effect. I think I was talking to Joe Lynn about how crazy it used to be. So question being, talk me through like when, you first started CrossFit. We talked last week or a couple of weeks ago about how you first started CrossFit, and you know you didn't really know what it was going to look like just as a as as a functional training um, regimen. Talk to me more about the physical space now. When you looked in here and you realized that this this CrossFit thing was going to take off, um, I yeah, mean, is it? Does it? Is it? Does does the space itself look like look like you visioned it, or does it look different? Or so when I first walked in this building, it was two thousand and ten. 
and I fell in love with it. I mean, it was perfect in my eyes. Anybody else who would have walked in this space at that time probably would have thought I was crazy because the personal training studio had the ugliest carpet you could ever imagine. It had light fixtures hanging. I mean, if anybody walks through there now, there's plugs all along the ceiling mm -hmm. because this was a lighting store. So uh, it had light fixtures hanging in the ceiling. It, it looked so old in terms of just not been updated, paint. Um, and then the CrossFit gym had the most, imagine you've been keeping stuff in your garage for the last 20 years and never cleaned it. Mm -hmm. And that's what this CrossFit space was. It was junk. And I wish, you know, I would have videoed back then. I don't think iPhone had come out yet. So videos weren't as po popular, but I wish I had videoed the space right when I first walked through it. Um, but you know, it had the garage doors, you know, and it was like, man, this is, yeah. I, I, I could tell. And it was in my mind, you know, we came from 1200 square feet. Mm -hmm. So at Texas Holloman, we had that really awkward 1200 square feet because it was like a 450 square foot front and then like a 400 square foot back and then we had bathrooms so pretty much it was a very different type of setup and then when I came in to this space it was about a thousand square feet rectangle and I could tell it was going to be open we built into it a little bit because if you can tell the private studio um, we did a little bit of a of acquiring some of the space there and it's hard to describe because I'm, I'm visualizing in my mind, but I know the person listening probably doesn't know what it really looked like. And the upstairs didn't exist, so we added offices upstairs. They had basically the beams, so he storaged a lot of stuff on the second floor, but it, we didn't have a stairway. You know, it was kind of one of those like very much, a, you know, a ladder <laughs> that he had built to get up and down. And so we just completely redid the space. The back, there was nothing. So it was grass. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was mud. Yeah. You know, the back had nothing. And I, and I knew we were going to need a little bit of outdoor space. So, I, you know, as soon as you open the back garage door, I, I decided maybe we should pour a little concrete and, you know, in case we have yeah. overflow. Yeah. And so, so we poured a little slab, not a very big one, probably 500 square feet. And actually... In 2010 was when I went to regionals at GSS, GSX Athletics in Fort Worth, and they had an outdoor rig. So this was before Rogue would build mm -hmm. you these awesome rigs, and it was a giant square made out of oil, welded oil pipe. Mm -hmm. And so I had some guys build the exact same thing. Remember that. And we put that back there. We welded it. We it was custom, <clears throat> and uh, you know back then, just to give you an idea. I mean that whole thing cost me probably six grand and what you can get now from rogue for six grand or even some of these other rig companies is so much nicer so much more functional because it has squat racks on it you know it's just like yeah. so back then we had to customize it you know we had to make it fit us so we had a little bit of an outdoor space indoor space but that's it and never envisioned that yeah. we would need any more right and that's kind of the thing is i shared this last time we spoke is like we've we've just basically um taken care of what needs to take get taken care of in the moment mm -hmm. and then as we recognize the need for more it's like this is a good thing that, mm -hmm. that needs to happen like the bathrooms right now mm -hmm. like that's yeah. a need that's yeah. you know but that doing the bathrooms is no different than it was like okay classes are growing right 
membership's growing. We need more space. Let's add this outdoor space, right, that we did in 14, and that added 2,100 square feet. Yeah. And it really kind of, I think, gave the gym more character, mm-hmm. right? Because now you have this 1,000 square foot inside, 2,000 square foot outside, so it's really 3,000 square feet, mm-hmm. you know, and then just probably a year and a half later, <clears throat> right before Battle of the Boxes, uh, which we host here at the gym, we added another 1,500 square feet with an extension. But if you remember, we just poured the concrete first. Yeah, and then did the... And then six months later, or, or even eight months later, we did the, the awning. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, going back to that, like, you know, this isn't something like that I, I'm going to stop doing any, mm-hmm. anytime soon, mm-hmm. right? I mean, sure. I'm in this thing for the long haul. So when you view, it's kind of like a training program. If you're working out and you view it like, man, I'm going to do CrossFit for the next 30 years. Mm-hmm. Man, if it takes me five years to get my first muscle up, that's not a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know, and so it's like in this business, it's like, I don't need to do it all at once. I don't need to do all this stuff, you know, and suffocate myself in debt or mm-hmm. stress when I can just grow, you know, at what I like to say is like, tortoise speed mm-hmm. you know very slow and steady and kind of be aware of what's going on and try to make wise decisions as needs arise and and then constantly assessing that question of is this a want or a need yeah. is this something that we absolutely have to have or is it something that I just mm-hmm. really want to have yeah. And I think, you know, one, one thing that's interesting, what a lot of people listening may not know, especially if you're within last five or six years in CrossFit, um, I want y'all, you know, I want them to picture, if you're listening right now, picture nothing else here except where the, the desk is, that area. Now, that desk wasn't there, but basically that indoor area, that area, that square footage of area, that's the majority, if not all of CrossFit spaces back in 2008, 2007. Oh, yeah. That's what they looked like, right? Now you've got these huge wide open spaces. Some of them are air conditioned, you know, yeah. very nice air conditioning, heat, whole nine yards. But but that's how CrossFit, that's how I remember CrossFit yeah. when I first started. It was someone's garage, basically, yeah. right? And, um, and, and to see that now, now everybody's kind of, and, and I think you're just kind of keeping up with the times and getting larger yeah. and larger as, as you go. How many square feet do you think you've got total now with everything you've done just crossfit space just cross so the outside is 3500 square feet okay it's 70 by 50 and the cool thing about that is that because we have all our bathrooms on in, in different places you know typically you could go in a 3600 square foot metal building but then you you know a 200 square foot office a 200 square foot, you know, 300 square foot restroom. Now you're down to 3,000. So for our 3,500 uh, square feet, it's all usable. And then the inside's 1,000 square feet. Yeah. So we're about 4,500 square feet. Now our bathrooms are going to, these new bathrooms are going to be 450. So, you know, there's 5,000 square feet. Yeah. And then the inside personal training studio with those bathrooms is 1,800 square feet. So in all, we're probably 6,500 square feet of gym space and then the gym we still you know we have you know at at some point um, if needed you know we've got more opportunity to grow because we own the building so we've got tenants that are in the space next door so we got about another 2,500 square feet and you know at some point I could see us growing into that space Mm -hmm. you know that would become more of like what I would envision being an indoor indoor uh, 
CrossFit space. Mm -hmm. So the outdoor space is 3,500 square feet. We could have equivalent taking the thousand square feet into consideration. Oh, and we do the childcare. Mm -hmm. So the childcare is another 600 mm -hmm. square feet. Um, so yeah, so maybe we have a little bit more space. Uh, but we could have the exact same amount of about 3,500 square feet inside as we do outside. Okay, and that would be something. Is that that's something you're looking to do in the future? Right, and you know one of the main reasons I think I shared this with you guys in a staff meeting several months ago. Um, looking at the overall, we'll call it stewardship, right, of the business, mm -hmm. the finances. Um, I mean, trust me, the part in me is like, man, Brian College Station is growing. Anybody who lives in this town, I mean, I've lived here since the year 2000, so 17 years I've seen this town explode. Probably more so in the last five years than ever before. Mm -hmm. I know that the gym's going to grow just because the town is growing. Mm -hmm. We're positioned in a, a, a healthy market with a great product in CrossFit and are going to continue to attract more people. So there's a part of me that's like, man, let's just take it all over, you know, in terms of the space and mm -hmm. build out. The, but but I have to slow myself down, mm -hmm. right? I have to remind sure. myself, again, asking those good questions, like what do we need? And do we actually need to take that space over? No. And we actually have people paying rent to occupy that space, which helps with mm -hmm. the overall financial stewardship of the building. Because if I were to tell them, hey guys, move out because we're gonna take it over, well now I'm basically surrendering that money that they're happily paying so they can sure. run their businesses. Mm -hmm. Now they could find other places to lease, but I have to think through, is this the right time to do that? And I really didn't feel like this was the right time. I felt like right now, bathrooms is the most important thing. Right. And again, patience, right? Yep. The turtle will finally get to a point where maybe Mm -hmm. growing into those spaces might be needed, but I don't think that's right now. Well, and I think too, I mean, we talk about this with nutrition and fitness and everything. It's not the one big change, right? And I think I've said this on, on one of my podcasts. It's not the one big change, like make this drastic, huge change in nutrition or fitness that's going to give you the results. Like you'll see a little bit of results, but that drastic change could blow up in your face because a variety of different reasons. I think you apply the same in the business world. What you're making is you're making little incremental changes to the physical space here and then those changes add up and before i mean i look at the space when i first got here to where i'm now and it's and that was just four years ago three years ago leaps and bounds you know to where it was before and and i i love you bringing that to light because i think that that's true for everything marriage you know mm -hmm. fitness nutrition business your walk with the Lord and how you grow spiritually. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like you all of a sudden you take your wife out to dinner and have an amazing date and conversation and now your marriage is just in a oh it's you know, yeah. no, it's it's about being consistent, right? Mm -hmm. It's about either doing those dates regularly, having those conversations often, you know, being connected on several levels and before you know it over 15 years you know and there's probably some ups and downs in there but you're ultimately stronger mm -hmm. over that longer period of time and I think your nutrition is the same thing you know I started my journey in, at 18 years old and I'm 35 mm -hmm. so I've you know been constantly just 
eat, you know, eating healthy and that curve that we talked about in our staff meeting, yeah. man, it's like you start seeing the benefits more so the longer you do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when you start looking at the first three years of eating, man, you're probably allowed a lot fewer mistakes than you are after 10 years of mm-hmm. eating really healthy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, and so your body is kind of more, uh, we'll say, graceful. (laughs) You know, gives you more grace when you've been eating healthy for 10 years opposed to if you're just starting in your nutrition journey. And the business is the same. You know, it's like, you know, uh, anybody who comes back, you know, when when coaches come back and they see the gym, they were here three years ago, five years ago. They're like, oh my, it's so mm-hmm. different, you know. And I think that will just continue to be something that, you know, five years from now, people will come back and be like, whoa, you know, it's so different, you mm-hmm. know. But we didn't change anything overnight, you yeah. know. It's just been very slow, yeah. very steady, yeah. and just really um, at the core of it all is taking care of people, like mm-hmm. we talked about, you know, last episode, mm-hmm. and, and all these other things are things that you have to deal with because if you're not enhancing the space and accommodating members well then that's when you know it's like for me it's like every time i see people waiting for bathrooms or every time i see people changing in the private training studio or every time i see guys having to go in the girls restroom and girls having to go in the guys restroom all i'm thinking is like that i we need to fix this like Mm -hmm. we need to give these people adequate uh places to use the restroom Mm -hmm. We need to give these people adequate spaces to change. You know, that's all that's going through my mind. And so, so it's thinking constantly on how can we improve the space? How can we do this wisely? Um, we talked a little bit about the, the CrossFit space and the kind of your vision for the tenants next door, the bathrooms. I know you have some ideas and there's some things that will be going on in the PT studio as well. So kind of walk yeah. through that a little bit. Yeah, so talk. another thought, you know, that in this process was alongside the restrooms was the private training studio and giving it kind of more of an update, right? Giving it a fresher look. You know, in 2010, uh, that space, you know, was painted, you know, finished out, floors, all that. And we really haven't done anything to it since 2010. We've, you know, put up some graphics and, you know, given it that little bit of look. But those mirrors, that floor, those walls, everything's the same. And just kind of like you would like to update your space, you know, maybe in your home and give it a fresh coat of paint or maybe in your business, in your office space, you know, really wanting to give that a, a fresher, cleaner, more updated 2017 look. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're talking about simple things like paint. Um, we're talking about, you know, looking at the ceiling, for example. You know, I see, I see ceiling tiles that you know, we get little drips from the roof, you know, and, and, you know, I saw a few things on Pinterest where you basically have exposed ceilings. It kind of makes the space look a little bit bigger. And it, you know, you take all those ceiling tiles out and basically expose the ceilings. Of course you paint it and that could for, for not that much money, give that space a really good, fresh, clean look. So you got paint, you got exposed ceiling. Um, and then because we have the new restrooms, we really don't need the, the, the way that that space is kind of uh, built out now. So giving that a little bit more of, you know, we'll say a larger feel for our personal, personal training clients um, by taking away two of the spaces, which is the restroom and the shower. So even though it's a small area, it'll really open the room up, moving the rig. So that'll basically update the look 
in the feel and give our private training clients a little bit more, we'll, we'll call it more of a, a updated training studio. Okay. And give our trainers, you know, there's certain times of the day, you know, just yesterday, uh, well, no, Wednesday, we were training in there. And, you know, Lane has a group of five women, six women. Mm-hmm. Gus had a client in there. Brittany had a client in there. I had two clients in there. And it was kind of one of those times when I was like, man, this place is pretty jam-packed right now. And so for t- certain times of the day, you know, we want to make sure that the space is adequate for what we're doing. And um, this will give us a nice, not just update, but give us just even a hair more square footage mm-hmm. that we can actually use for private training. Awesome, man. Awesome. Um, now, I know you and I talk, and you mentioned something to the staff before about maybe doing something up here as well yeah what, what would be your vision up here down the you line? know this, this which i guess would be would this would be kind of like a phase three type yeah of you know this so like this upstairs you know and now we're really you know you learn a lot when you start kind of going through not just architecture but permits and looking at like how many square feet of air-conditioned space are we allowed per the number of parking spots that we have and i think we're pretty much maxed out and so I kind of learned that probably in this last couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think we could necessarily add more air conditioned space. Um, but kind of right now, up, up here right now, we've got my office and we've got kind of what I would call more of a uh, closet, <laughs> you Store know, storeroom. Yeah. And then Brittany does massage. Uh, but I'm going to move my office to the childcare. We have an office, a private office in there. So I'm actually going to take that. I'm going to turn this office into a conference room. I'm going to take the office next door where we have basically storage closet, you know, giant storage closet. We're going to turn that into like a trainer, uh, break room office space. And then we're going to redo the downstairs office when we do the next one and kind of make that more into what I'm going to say. I'm going to call it like a collaborative center because trainers like to come up here and whether they do homework or meet with clients, just kind of turn that into more of a, a, a room where you can you know, more people can actually be in there and not feel like you're on top of each other because mm-hmm. of the way it is right now. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I think that's a, I think definitely. There's, there are tons of people that always do homework in that office. Yeah. There. I don't know how they get anything done. <laughs> I know. Waste banging people yeah. going in and out. But hopefully, like, this upstairs office for the trainers will turn into more of a room where it's more private. So yep. if they did want to come up here and do schoolwork or reading, uh, they, they could do that. And then the downstairs room could actually be more for, you know, we do consultations in there right now. And we meet with clients or trainers will, you know, even to have a place to sit on. Because that's really the only space that trainers have to kind of like get away from all the, you know, stuff going on in the gym. Um, I think one thing that's also unique and um, I mean, I think this is probably all around the CrossFit community, right? The community is so diverse. Not only here, but in a lot of CrossFit gyms, you know, um, there's always somebody there that's into construction or there's always somebody that's into being able to do stuff. So I know that, that, that this particular, you just, you, 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 you have a base of people that you can plug from, that you can get ideas from, do this, do that. Talk to me a little bit about who's actually doing the build out and yeah. some family members involved. Awesome. In yeah, too, that's so. right. Yeah. So, uh, so Rob Crowley is the actual general contractor and you know, Rob is a close friend longtime uh, CrossFit member and personal training client. And you know, what I love about Rob is like his heart's in this project. Mm -hmm. You know, he like has awesome ideas. He's a custom home builder. Mm -hmm. 
and he does some commercial, but he, you know, when like even hearing him talk about this project before yeah. we even had plans, yeah. you know, he just has little ideas because he's not only uh, looking at it from a builder's perspective, mm-hmm. but even from a customer's perspective. Sure, absolutely. You know, he's like, man, maybe the bathroom should have these like USB plugs because mm-hmm. in case people want to charge their phones, you know, and maybe we could put a water fountain out here that yep. people could fill water, you know, just little things because he understands the, understands. the space. CrossFit, he understands the space. Yes. And you're just going to get, I don't care who you are, you have the best builder in the world. Yeah. You're getting a better quality from yeah. somebody exactly. who treats it like his. And, he's always been and, like and, and, you know, And this is a great time to give also another plug to Britt. I was just going to say him. Because the yep. 2014 renovation yep. was Britt. You know, he's Aguilene Construction. He kind of had just started his construction business and now, you know, he's doing a ton for A&M mm-hmm. and, um, but, getting him to be, to do this and now it's so neat you know he's been part of the gym a long time he's a close friend as well uh but you know he i remember him being out here every day on that project yeah. you know just yeah. checking on it and um and that was it was awesome to, to kind of have that using the people that are already here that are friends of mine you know to continue to grow the gym um so rob's doing that but then one of the cool things my dad owns a plumbing company in houston and so I talked to my dad about doing the plumbing. Well, my uncle also owns a plumbing company. I grew up, you know, really close to my whole family. So uh, my uncle, is, my dad said, you know what, your uncle would be the best one to do this job. So my uncle came up and he did all the plumbing yeah. and, you know, it was so awesome. He had a, uh, some of his guys up here, but even just talking to, to him, you know, you could just feel his love, right? Just pouring his heart into it. and. Uh, I remember just how he talked about how hard the job was because of the the not only was the foundation just so hard to hammer through, but also they had to do a lot of other things that weren't initially thought that was going to need to be done. And but he was happy to do it. You know, he he wanted to do it for me. You mm-hmm. know, just because mm-hmm. he realized it's not just like any other job. Mm-hmm. He did it because he he knew it was for his nephew, mm-hmm. and uh, and even my dad. You know, ordering all the toilets and the showers. So um, it's just been neat to kind of see people who really care mm-hmm. working on the project. Because yep. it is, you know, even though it's a probably in most people's eyes, it's a small job, mm-hmm. but. To me, it's a big deal, you know? Absolutely. Like, I want our members to feel about these restrooms, you know, the way they feel about their homes, you know? I want them to walk in and really think like, whoa, this is, for a CrossFit gym, man, this is awesome. Like, that's what I want people to feel because to me, it's like, yeah, your restroom experience might be, you know, 5% of the time that you spend at the gym and 95% of that is spent in the gym, but, it's a big 5% in my eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked a little bit about bathrooms at the last podcast, just keeping them clean. Yep. But now it's like, you know, to not have to wait on toilets, to be able to change, to have not have to wait on showers, mm-hmm. to have, you know, just really thinking through, I want this to be something. So to have people who are working on that job mm-hmm. that also feel the same way as I do is yep. awesome. And I think it's important. I think you illustrate a point that, yes, you... T- you took advantage of this awesome community that, that, that you've built by being owner of this gym, but what I think other members and other people should realize is 
you guys can take advantage of that too. The members can oh, yeah. take advantage of that too. And I mean, my, just a small point, I'm not doing nothing like you, but we needed a new lawn care person. And so we were able to talk to Shelby Hebert and yeah. her husband. And oh, yeah. you just know, you know that it's going to get done better because yeah. you're part of this community. You know, it's yeah. a community. Well, and we're, you know, one of the things that we want to do to highlight that is if you look at now, you can really see the, the bathroom entrance. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like this center wall, uh, opening that you walk in. And then guys will go to the right, girls will go to the left. But that wall is going to be a community board. Mm-hmm. And that's totally Perfect. Rob's idea. Yeah. You know, he's Perfect. like, man, what if we had a community board where people could kind of have either, you know, different things going on, like maybe even like crawfish boils or, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes people have get togethers and yeah. they want to let everybody know. But also if like, hey, if you want to, you know, put up there, hey, I've got business cards for a lawn care company or something like that. So that way, you know, our community can highlight what they're what they're doing and what they have going on. Yeah. Good, good. Well, I'm gonna let, let's pivot. Um, let's see. We probably got about 10, 10 more minutes here. I'm gonna come back to vision. Your your kind of entire vision. I want to kind of close with that. But one thing I do want to talk about um, um, that I think I, I think. I, th- I think you probably want to get the messaging out. This we've had a scheduling change, right? We have a scheduling oh, yeah. change for the last month, um, and and so just kind of talk us through that. Perfect. Why we did that and what the new schedule is, and are we yeah. going to be doing that for a long time? Great question. Glad you asked. Um, you know, again, constantly assessing. You know, I don't ever make decisions like on a whim. It's it's always very thought through. Um, you know, I'll I'll always talk to Alicia, you know, and, and often seek advice of other people, uh, before making, you know, big decisions like that. And, you know, really it was a matter of looking at, uh, a couple things. So I had been request, it's been requested for if we could have childcare, if co- we could have childcare for the guys in the morning, and maybe we could give options to guys who maybe want to either take advantage of the childcare or maybe just the time slot, you know, for some people, eight o'clock might be, too early because maybe they got to get in the office early maybe they got to take care of kids but if guys were allowed to come at 9 30 um and the reason we had a 9 and a 10 originally because you might remember we used to have a 9 30 mm-hmm. and then we went to 9 and 10 mm-hmm. was because uh we thought maybe they'd spread out into two different classes well if you're you know i look at class size every week i look at reports that tell me how many people are in certain classes and you know for a while there it was like the 9 a.m was really big and the 10 a.m. was small. So looking at attendance for the 9 and 10, another factor was the afternoon has this 30-minute window between coaching. So anytime the coaches have to coach these back-to-back classes, it can often feel overwhelming because sometimes a class might go five minutes over. Mm -hmm. Sometimes a workout goes over. Sometimes people want to talk you know, after. And the coach feels very rushed often and it can put a lot of pressure on them. So having that eight, nine, and 10 sometimes puts a lot of pressure on the coach to have to turn around those classes so quickly, which kind of almost really can take away from community. Mm -hmm. Sure. I think the five and six, which is now the only time that has the back-to-back, those people need to get in and get out anyway. But the eight going right to a nine, right to a 10, um, you know, and, and, Coaching a class is a lot of work, you know, <laughs> especially Absolutely. when you do three in a row and you got to be engaged. You got to be on. So even if you don't have time to have a meal, you don't have time to you go to the restroom even. I mean, it's, you know, they, so for the trainer now to be able to have that 30 minute window to either eat something, 
talk to members, decompress, prepare for the next class, go over and not feel rushed is actually a nice little window. So a lot of benefits in, in shifting. And um, the one thing that I probably was the most, you know, hesitant about changing was just because I know there's certain people that go to certain times yeah. and they have to redo their whole schedule. And that, you know, I never want to, you know, make people uh, upset or, you know, I don't want um, to challenge their schedules. So I try to have as many one-on-one conversations first before we kind of did the full announcement. But going to 9.30 and just the first week of doing it has really made a lot of sense. And I like seeing guys and girls working out in those classes together. I know we had a very special women's only class for a really long time and they built a lot of awesome relationships. My wife is one of those people that loved going in that time. Um, But even looking at like some people that drop their kids off right at nine, wouldn't be able to come here till 9.15, 9.20, so they have to wait for the 10. So there's just a lot of different little factors pointing at maybe a 9.30 start time. Mm -hmm. And then the afternoons, really probably the biggest thing that led to that decision was we have, you know, Blake left yesterday and he's going to be gone for two weeks till after Christmas. Luke is leaving this weekend and he'll be gone until after Christmas. Um, You know, Trent and Josh are probably going to want to go home at some point. Ken obviously lives here. Uh, I know Liz will be gone for a week. Um, you're gonna, you live here, uh, but the holidays are really just one of those seasons, one of those times that you know you start having people that want to do stuff. They want to go home. They want to travel. They want to, you know. And so the way our afternoons have been set up is you have to have two coaches scheduled every day, and that kind of puts a, a really strain on staffing when you're short-handed. And so looking at the holidays and looking at really you know, until January, whenever school starts back up or spring semester starts back up, I thought we could adjust this, reassess in mid-January, see if we want to go back to a different schedule. Um, but over this next month, it's going to be so much better for us on a, because we also coach at Nutribolt That's right. three afternoons a week um, and, and seven classes a week over there. You know, instead of having to have three coaches staffed every afternoon, mm-hmm. you know, you're looking at having to have one and then the other coach at Nutribolt. So it's not, there's, with more limited resources on coaching, it actually gives us a lot better bandwidth. And, and so I think you'd mentioned it, um, but it, you're going to reevaluate that after the first year going back. Yeah, we'll basically look, you know, first couple weeks in January and we'll actually look at uh, attendance reports again, class mm-hmm. sizes. And and you know maybe go to a, a different mod, a different version of what we're doing now, or we might just go back to the other schedule. We'll kind of look at how schedules look for for all our staff, mm-hmm. um, but we'll for sure be starting that new schedule when school starts. So I guess January fifteenth, eighteenth, somewhere around there. Excellent, awesome, awesome. All right, I think uh, here's a good one. I think here's 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 a good thing to end at here. So I personally believe that there's two types of people in this world. There's people who operate in vision and there's people who operate in circumstance, right? Um, I personally think you are a vision guy. I think you operate in vision. You're not a reactive type of person. You're always thinking one year, three years, 10 years ahead. So here's what I want you to do and I want you to do for our listeners out here. What is CrossFit College Station gonna look like? And I mean, membership size, the, the physical space, are there gonna be any locations? 
Um, what, as of today, because this will probably change by tonight, but as of right now, <laughs> as we're having this, what is CrossFit College Station going to look like in 2020? What is it going to look like three, two, three years down the down down the road? Kind of, uh, it, and and that's a, let, let's make a couple assumptions here. That money is no object. You've got all the money in the world to do. Um, you've got, uh, you know, everything is going good. You just want. Your vision, if you could do it and had no obstacles whatsoever, what would it look like? So I think we're for sure going to have nice bathrooms. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> Got that. Um, yep. You know, Chris, man, it, honestly, like if you had asked me this, I remember vividly six years ago, and it would have been, man, I want to have, you know, multiple locations and I want to, um, but, you know, my family's so important to me. And I realized that the more that I stretch myself in in terms of like whether it's multiple locations, more ventures, mm-hmm. you know. And you heard me talk to that guy about the uh, that one yeah. business yeah. that he was yeah. looking at starting yeah. in town. And then the more it's going to take away from family. I mean that that's it's going to take away from my kids. It's going to take away from my wife. You know, we got young kids. Um, that that I want to see and be a part of their lives, and you know, I definitely don't at this moment want to you know have to travel, mm-hmm. you know, and and leave, and you know, and I tried two locations, you know, and for some people, man, they can do it and they can do it really well, and for me, that I, I don't think that you know I'll say the the second location at this moment is something that I'll be looking at. I love having an awesome community. Mm-hmm. I love having um, a great relationship with coaches. Mm-hmm. I love building better people through fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you that for a fact. The town is growing. We have space to grow if and when it's needed. Um, I would say that I definitely think at some point, you know, there's going to be a need to take over the, the space. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this building. I love the location. Um, I love the opportunity that we have to grow into it. Uh, when that's going to be, man, I can't tell you because I think that if I look at, you know, the last seven years of just being in this building, I mean, I would say for sure since 2010, we've probably grown 200%. Um, in private training mm-hmm. and CrossFit. Um, but it's been seven years. So, you know, if we take that and we say, man, what does the next three years look like? There's an opportunity that we can grow. We've definitely in the last three years, you know, seen what I've seen us do is just focused more on quality, focused more mm-hmm. on uh, taking care of the people that are here. And so for me, it's not about massive growth. It's not about more people. You know, I can, ha- I can confidently tell you that just about every person that works out here, and there's a, just a very few exceptions that I don't know them by their first name. Mm-hmm. Man, I really like that. Mm-hmm. I really like having... Now, I might not have the relationship I have with you, mm-hmm. with each of them, but... Somebody has that relationship, whether it's Selena mm-hmm. or Josh yep. or Trent. You know, so I think that as we grow, you know, my focus, to be honest with you, like I said this on Sunday for 2018, is pouring into the coaches. Mm-hmm. Like I can guarantee you that's part of my vision for 2018 is I'm gonna be more 
intentional than I ever have before about developing these coaches, developing these trainers, not just as trainers, but as men and women um, and building better people. And then that is going to overflow into our members. If that so happens to bring more people to the gym, great. You know, but I can tell you, I'm, I'd be happy with the same number of people that work out here in three years as it is today. And that might not be like the really like awesome answer that somebody would want. Like, man, we're going to go to thousand people. We're going to go to three locations, you know, but, and I've shared this with you and I've shared this with our staff and I've shared this with uh, people that I've had conversations with is about 18 months ago, now maybe 22 months ago, really it was May of 2016, God really started teaching me what it means to be content. And before that, man, it was always about the next thing, whether it was the next house or the next vehicle or the, you know, and Brian Fisher said something really good on his podcast that I've remembered ever since I interviewed him. And he said, I don't want to be complacent, but I want to be content. And I really believe that that's kind of where I'm at right now is I definitely don't want to be complacent. You know, I mean, you know the schedule I run. (laughs) I mean, I'm always busy. And I think that's great. I think it's good to be busy, whether it's busy with my family, busy with my clients, busy working out, busy meeting with coaches, busy doing speaking. I'm always busy. Um, But there's not this desire that's like, man, oh man, I'm not happy because I haven't, I don't have, we didn't sign up 10 new people. I'm not happy because, you know, I thought we were going to have, you know, 50% growth this year and we didn't. If anything, we have an amazing gym. We have an amazing community. We have lives that are changing more than just in their physical fitness in this in the walls within this space and i'm just like man the vision is let's just keep doing this and let's just keep seeing god change the trajectory of what we're able to do inside of a crossfit gym i think it's a good place to stop Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.